let's have a private little talk, just you and me, about money and how we all, me included, drop the ball sometimes. I think at this time of year we are always given that dreadful opportunity to look more closely at what we've been um, that's what I'm looking for, bringing into our businesses as well. And it's not always a pretty picture. So I was telling a cafe owner this morning in my local area that I made the mistake of tallying up just how much money I had spent on coffee over the last 12 months. And uh, it was not a nice number, let me say. So I have spun that on its head a little bit and said, okay, well, maybe there's a maybe there's a good news story because it justifies me buying a decent coffee maker so I don't have to spend so much money on coffee. Not quite the point of the exercise, Tess. What I want you to know is in our businesses, we can all stuff up. We can all take our eyes off the ball. We can all drop the ball totally and completely. We can all feel like finances are way out of our control. We can feel that awful feeling in the pit of your stomach when you're worrying about how you're going to pay your staff, where you get an unexpected tax bill or phone bill or electricity bill or whatever it might be that's throwing you for a little bit of a loop. Just remember, it's not a statement on you when that happens in your business. It happens to all of us. I often joke with my coaching clients that you know you're a real business owner when you have a payment plan with the tax office. Um, Obviously, we'd all like to avoid such things. That's natural. It is also natural to have unexpected things happen. When you've got a tax bill, it means you've been making a profit, right? So we try to look at the positive. We try to plan ahead. The most important thing I can say to you is make sure you've got good support around you. I am very, very grateful to have a wonderful team of people who support me with all of the numbers. Um, And even then, sometimes we drop the ball. You know, nobody's perfect. But I have great people on my team who help me keep my eye on things like revenue streams, help me brainstorm new revenue streams if we think we need to add one or delete one from our offerings, but also the um, accounting support that I've been very fortunate to have over the last bunch, bunch, big bunch of years is such an important part of my business toolkit. It is so important to have the right accountant. I cannot stress this enough for you. There is no point just having somebody who's going to do your business activity statement for you and tell you how much tax you owe and then leave you to your own devices. Because what you need is somebody who can plan with you, somebody that you can talk to when things get a bit shitty for you in your business, you can talk to and they can help you develop plans, help you forecast budgets and help you also plan for when things are going really, really well, what does that mean for tax implications down the track? So when we do drop the ball, if we've got these good supports around us, it's much easier to then turn that stressful moment into a positive. Because what we can do is say, okay, what have we learned from this experience? How do we factor this into our planning going forward? And what else do we need to do differently so that the next financial year, we don't repeat 
that mistake or that oversight or that bit of bad planning. So I think for me personally, when I when I hit this time of the year every year, there's always something that I learn. There's always something that I take away from not just reviewing the revenue streams of my business, although that's always a really important thing to pay attention to. It's also sometimes it's a really positive experience looking at, well, where is the fat in the business? Where are the things that I can cut back on expenditure? Sometimes it's also a nice feeling to see that there isn't an awful lot of fat, that you're actually doing really well with your expenditure. So don't be too afraid to get really laser focused on the numbers in your business. And I think most importantly, if like me, you tend to get a bit distracted by the shiny objects on the horizon, find those around you who can help you pay attention to the, to the smaller details on a more frequent basis so that at least somebody is reporting to you on a regular basis what's going on. So we've recently instituted a weekly leadership meeting um, and that's working really, really well. And as part of that, we're adding um, new operational structures to how the business functions. And I'm quite excited about where that's leading us in terms of efficiencies, reduced expenditure, increased revenue streams, and so on. So just remind yourself, whenever something hits the fan financially in your business, there is always something for you to take away and learn from that. And year upon year upon year, all of those learnings add to you being a more seasoned and mature business owner and identifying the gaps in your own knowledge for where you need financial support and advice. So I'm the first to say financial management is not my strong suit. So I'm always grateful (laughs) for those who keep me on the straight and narrow. You know, (laughs) I'm the bigger picture person. I can see the vision ahead. I'm not so good at seeing what's right in front of my my eyes with the the dollars and cents of how much we're spending on stamps or how much we're spending on tea bags and that sort of thing. So I do promise to spend less money on coffee this year, though. I can make that promise. But I also promise that um, when you find the right accountant like I have, the stress that you feel at this time of year isn't so bad because you do feel like you've got someone in your corner helping you make plans for the year ahead and helping you strategize, which we all need to be able to do. We all need to be able to think to the future with regards, not just how are we going to earn the money, but also how are we going to plan for what happens when we do earn the money that leads to tax obligations that we might otherwise not expect. Because I think for many small businesses, that's the scariest part. Great big bills from the tax department that we weren't anticipating. Um, My strategy is always to put a little bit extra into uh, my tax account so that we're a little bit ahead. With COVID last year, we stopped doing that. Um, We had a period of time where we weren't required to pay pay pay-as-you-go tax. Um, The ATO gave us a breather on all of that. And um, that was enough of a disruption to our normal routine to set us a little bit behind with our tax account. 
So that's okay. We now know that what we've always done in the past works to keep us ahead. So we go back to knowing what works for my business and making sure that we do stay ahead on that sort of stuff. So whatever it is, gosh, talking and walking, who knew it was so hard? So whatever it is this time of year financially, if it's a challenge financially, if you're shocked by some of the things you discover when you're paying more attention to the numbers in your business, think ahead and think about, well, how often do I now need to be reviewing these numbers? And if I'm not the one doing it, who do I need to support me to make sure that numbers are reviewed regularly so that I can stay on track? Whether it's tax, whether it's superannuation for your staff, whether it's budgetary line items for the running of your business, whatever it is, try and keep a close eye in one way or other, whether it's you doing it or whether it's delegated to a trusted staff member or delegated or outsourced, I should say, to um, an organisation that does it for you. Find ways so that you don't drop the ball quite so often and so it's not such a shock at tax time because that's the stuff that drives us all a little bit batty, isn't it? All right, I'm going to stop talking, keep walking, and I'm going to have a good night, and so are you. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. (music) Thank <music> you.